Hello, everyone, and inside today's Locked On Canadians, the Pierre-Luc Dubois rumors are once again back in full force, and we have so many listener trade proposals. We're going to go through, we're going to grade the good, the bad, and the concerning of all those inside today's show. You are Locked On Canadians, your daily podcast on the Montreal Canadiens, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 862 of Locked on Canadians. Today's Locked on Canadians is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. We are, of course, your daily Montreal Canadiens podcast. Every single day, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, wherever you get your daily podcast, Google, Apple, Spotify, SiriusXM app, or if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see us in video form as well, so long as you're subscribed. I am one of your hosts. I am Scott Metla, who is currently off-screen petting a dog, for those of you who are not watching the video here. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, the active stick, Laura Seba. And Laura, we're both dealing with uh, some of the fallout from the wildfires in Canada. How was it in Montreal today? Because Western New York was... Uh, not great, to be very, very blunt and honest. Ironically, the fires are in Quebec, but the air quality is better in Montreal than it is in most of New York. Um, we did have we did have a rough couple of days, but today the air quality is actually good. But it looks like if you check the forecast, it's going to deteriorate, deteriorate yet again. So please bear with us, both of us, if we have, you know, some voices that seem a little bit under the weather. It is the particles in the air. But other than that, I'm excited to talk about some hockey because we've got some really fun stuff planned for you today. We didn't realize how much fun people were going to have with uh, submitting trade proposals, but we are here for you in the off season to allow you to flex your creative muscles. Uh, We may or may not talk about your trade proposals on the show. Yeah, and before we get into that, though, there is there's not a lot of news around the Montreal Canadiens, but the rumblings have have again begun tumbling, rumbling, stumbling, bumbling, whatever you want to call it. NHL underscore watcher on Twitter, Pierre Lebrun on Insider Trading, talking Pierre-Luc Dubois. Our understanding is Pat Brisson has informed the Winnipeg Jets that his client is not inclined to sign an extension this summer. Not even a one-year bridge. Pat Brisson would like to work with the Jets on a trade for Dubois to another team. I don't know why they're saying another team when I'm just going to go ahead and say he, we're doing the Pierre-Luc Dubois trade rumors again. We, we're we not going to escape it until he is either traded to another team or signs with the Jets. And within six months, we will be doing this again. At this point, it's it's like that point in a movie where the where like the main couple isn't together yet, and you're just screaming, "Just kiss!" already at the screen. This is that moment, it, and it's I. We've talked about wanting Pierre Luc Dubois. We are both a fan of Pierre Luc Dubois, the player. I'm getting tired of the CJ. 
Ah, S, here we go again. GIF happening every time there's any Pierre-Luc Dubois news. I will be ecstatic if he ends up here and the price is not high, admittedly. But at this point, I'm most excited just to not talk about this anymore. Jets fans think they're going to get the world for him. You're not getting Caulfield anymore, which was a hilarious thought you all had at one point. And I just, it's, I want it to just be done and over with. I like Pierre-Luc Dubois, the player. I am tired of this very extravagant dance that is happening right now. And I just want it to be done with. Honest to just end it. Not don't end my suffering because I'm not really suffering here, but just stop it. There's other things that teams need to focus on. And at this point, I would really just like to move on to the next phase of the Montreal Canadiens because, and maybe this is a hot take. Maybe it's not. I don't think he's going to end up in Montreal this summer. There's so much, no pun intended here. There's so much smoke going on with this that it feels like there's something's going to come out of left field here. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I just think that there's going to be another team that's going to be willing to pay more than Montreal for him. I think that's how it's going to end up. And I think, um, I think uh, it's honestly, for me, I was about to say the PLD trade rumors are inevitable. They're like Thanos. Um, and I'm tired. <laughs> uh, I, again, we've talked about this before. He's a phenomenal player. We also talked with um, our good friend, Jay Foster of the Locked On Blue Jackets podcast, also known as The Other Scott, um, about, you know, like the rumors that he's a diva or the perception that he's a diva and stuff like that. We talked about that. We, we, we kind of sort of addressed that uh, criticism of him. And I think that it would be irrelevant for him were he to end up in Montreal. I think that would be irrelevant because I think the only, the only thing that would happen or the only negative potential consequence of him ending up in Montreal is if the Canadians don't get better, if they don't, if they stagnate or if they take steps backwards. And it would be really hard to take a step backward from the last couple of seasons and and that's, you know, you couldn't even, even if you tried, really. So I think that if the Canadians are trending positive, positively, trending towards contending, taking the right steps, they might not win a Stanley Cup, but if they're taking the right steps and making players feel like they could win here, I think that's the that that's what they need to do. And if it doesn't go that way, that's when I think Pierre-Luc Dubois will be like, F this, I'm out. Yeah, I... It's. I think he's part of the solution long-term in Montreal. Like, truly, I think that he could be that, you know, second punch there. And maybe, and maybe Kirby Doc ends up a winger with Nick Suzuki, or maybe he ends up as another center there. He's part of the long-term solution. I just don't know if they're at that point in the equation. And I don't know how many of y'all took high school math in the U.S. like I did, where it's like, This is how I got to this answer. This is the answer. I got the right answer, but the method along the way is I got there by luck and that it is not part of the formula here. We are solving for X and Pierre-Luc Dubois X, but we have not gotten to the point that we are reducing what's in the parentheses in the fraction here with an exponent, exponent, whatever it is. I hated math on the outside to get to Pierre-Luc Dubois. We're just trying to jump to that bottom part here. It feels like. I want it to make sense because I don't want him to come here and be like, I only want to sign the three-year deal, which feels like is not the case, but on the off chance, because we know there's a window of time with Pierre-Luc Dubois that if things aren't going well, 
we know things might spoil. And especially in Montreal, that might be hard. If he comes in, not this year, but going into next year, where he can play a big role and the team starts pushing for a playoff berth, I think that's the right spot here. Uh, admittedly, anything can happen. And we said this last time. The last time we talked about something happening, they signed him the next day. So maybe the Pierre-Luc Dubois trade is imminent. Who knows? Uh, if it is, we will have a special episode on that. Don't worry. Don't ever worry about that. Uh, given that the Canadians have seemed to have gone back into slumber mode here as they get ready for the combine here in Buffalo, we look to you, our listeners, for a lot of things, for show ideas, mailbag questions. Y'all responded with so many trade proposals. There are good ones. There are great ones. There are things that if I were to post this on Twitter, I think I might get yelled at. However, we are going to dive into all of your trade proposals in our upcoming two segments here. Cause there's so much to get through and we love a good bit of speculation and that's all coming up next. But as I said, off the top of the show, today's show is brought to you by game time. If you've ever struggled with trying to find tickets to baseball games, hockey games, any sporting event, concerts, comedy shows, shows on Broadway, it can be stressful. If you're not sure you're going to be able to find tickets for that. Game time takes all the stress out of that. They have flash deals and last minute tickets to every kind of event you can imagine. They are easy to find and buy for any event in your area. And you can get images from your seat. So you see exactly what you are buying and they are the lowest price guaranteed. They have event cancellation protection, job loss protection, everything else. You don't have to plan months in advance. If you've got a Friday night and you want to go see a show, game time is here for you and game time guarantee you will always get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKED ON to get $20 off your first order. And that's terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code LOCKED ON NHL or LOCKED ON, and get $20 off your first order. Download Game Time today. Last minute ticket sales made easy. Lowest price guaranteed. We are back here at Locked On Canadians, and we are a show built off the strength of our listeners. We've been doing mailbag since the show started. We can always turn to you for suggestions or input into anything. We got trade proposals that we didn't even, we kind of asked for trade proposals, but we didn't ask for trade proposals, but we didn't not ask for trade proposals. And you guys came through in our DMs, in our mentions everywhere we're going to try and get through as many of these in today's show as we can and if we have a few left over laura will be hosting the mailbag tomorrow so you can we can finish them up there you can tweet questions to us at lo underscore canadians laura where are we going to start with our listener trade proposals today i would like to start with an email where the subject line is preposterous trade scenario sold say no more <laughs> This is from our good friend, Mike B., a longtime listener. Good morning, Lauren Scott. This is a ridiculous trade scenario, but I thought it might be fun to talk about. Here goes. Lauren Scott, you are both the co-GMs of our beloved Habs. The Toronto Maple Leafs offer their first round pick at number 28 for Arbor Jack Eye one for one. Would you do it? What pick number again here? 28. So like their current first round pick. And Arbor Jacka. They were kicked out in the second round of the playoffs. Ah, naturally. Uh, no, 
No. I, I'm the Canadians have found something special in Arbor Jack guy there. And yes, we know he's one of the toughest dudes in the league. And yes, we know he can beat up your dad too. He's also got upside that I don't think they fully tapped into yet. And we saw it a bit last year and he's a bit of a market inefficiency. Like when everyone wanted a Tom Wilson, I don't think they're going to move him. They're going to find out where exactly that ceiling is. I think they kind of know where his floor is. He's a rugged third-pairing defenseman with offensive upside. That is the low floor. What is the ceiling here? And he's a year into his professional career, one that ended short due to injury, playing a lot of minutes on a bad team. No. No, 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 no. Not in this deal right now. And I also think fans would never forgive Kent Hughes. Yeah, the Cole Caulfield deal is great, but if they traded Arbor Jack guy, their mentions would be, I'd feel bad for the Canadians Twitter admin because they would just be like, we just got over this. And now this is it. No, no to we trading just... Jack guy. Exactly. So this one is actually, it's not a proposal from a listener. It is one, it is a proposal a listener found and sent into our DMs, slid into our DMs with, with slide into our DMs with your trade proposals. This is from uh, listener Alan on Twitter. So there are a couple of, I, and I, I want to say, I'm not going to call out the website. Um, and this was uh, prior to Cole Caulfield signing. So this is key. Two trade proposals. One, Rangers get Cole Caulfield. Canadians get Alexi Lafreniere the 2023 first round pick that belongs to New York, Barkley, Goodroy, and Will Queeley. I believe it's Coyle. Uh, Coyle. Who even is that? He's a Rangers prospect who was playing in the AHL this year. Uh, let me, I still have all my caps on. Let me take a look Do at his numbers. you want to hear the numbers. other one? Uh, let's take a look at this first one here first. Six foot three, 212 pounds, 21 years old. With the Hartford Wolfpack this year, he put up 45 points in 69 nice games, had 80 points in 59 games for the Windsor Spitfires last year. I look at this and I still go, I think I keep Caulfield. Barkley Goodrow doesn't move the needle for me. First round pick is, I don't, I'm trying to think. The Rangers pick is NHL draft order. I'm trying to think of where. The Rangers pick is 23rd. So 23rd, Lafreniere, who hasn't quite hit his peak ceiling yet, a slightly older prospect and a salary dump. No, no. If I'm trading with the Rangers and I want a top prospect, I'm probably starting to ask it like Keandre Miller or something else if it's Caulfield involved there. But the answer to that is just no. Absolutely not. Unless their pick was in the top 15, then maybe, then maybe I'd broach that. And obviously it's not going to happen now because we're not trading Cole Caulfield. But what was the other trade in here, Laura? The other trade was Canadians get Alexi Lafreniere uh, and the Rangers get Uri Slavkovsky and uh, the 2023 first round pick that belongs to Florida. So either the 31st or the 32nd pick. Why are we giving up more in this trade? Like, I mean, yes, Lafreniere is an established NHL player. You're just swapping first overall picks within a few years of each other. At the And here's the thing is, Lafreniere coming here is that this, I'm not going to say this entire fan base there, because there are people who understand nuance. 
They assume he is going to be a franchise-changing piece. I think Alexi Lafreniere could be a very useful piece for the Canadians. You're not trading your recent first overall pick that you stuck your neck out for instantly unless you're getting a can't-miss deal here. Because if they trade him now, that, that seems like it's waving the white flag. It doesn't look good on Kent Hughes and the scouting staff. And maybe it even undermines some of your scouting staff and your statistical group there that it's, oh, well, they didn't listen to us. At, no. Nope. I, I'm passing on both of those trade proposals. And I get that Alexei Lafreniere is probably going to pop up a lot because he's not quite Pierre-Luc Dubois. But at the same time, it's one of those things that's just never going to go away at this point. Yeah. Hundred percent. We're going to be talking about Alexi Lafreniere to Montreal rumors for the next twenty years. Uh, not looking forward to that. Uh, but I think Scott, we've got a couple more spicy trade proposals that we can talk about in the next segment because I feel like it's going to involve a lot of talk. Well, I like to talk. I like to yell. The dog is napping next to me, so that's great. Uh, and yeah, we have more of your trade proposals coming up in the next segment. But one of our sponsors today is also Bird Dogs. If you want to look good and you want to be comfortable in the summer heat, I can't recommend Bird Dogs enough. I got two pairs, and they have been absolutely game-changing. I got a good pair of athletic shorts, great for going to the gym, walking the dog, just doing stuff around the house. They are comfortable because they have a sweat-wicking fabric inside the liner there that keeps me cool even when the temperature goes up. And I got a really nice pair of uh, stretch khaki shorts, for when I want to go out wine tasting in the Finger Lakes, I want to be comfortable, but I want to look good. They are everything you want. These are not your granddad's shorts. These are not your dad's shorts. These are Bird Dogs. And if you go to birddogs.com slash NHL and enter promo code LockdownNHL, you will get a free Yeti-style tumbler with the Bird Dogs logo on it with your order. Keeps drinks cold. You keep yourself cool in your Bird Dogs. It is the perfect recipe for a great summer. That is birddogs.com slash lockdown NHL and promo code lockdown NHL. I got to tell you, folks, I don't want to take my bird dogs off, and you aren't going to want to either. We are back here at Lockdown Canadians. Remember, send Laura your mailbag questions at LO underscore Canadians. We will put the call out in the morning tomorrow. But before we get into that, we have more spicy, spicy trade proposals. And are we talking like, white people taco night spicy or are we talking like authentic three chilies like indian curry spicy we have all levels of spice <laughs> we've got we've got like honestly there's so many and varied uh, ideas here this one is from luke um and i want to acknowledge or thank luke because uh you acknowledged that it's hard to be a habs content creator during the off season um hi guys I often feel sorry for Habs content creators as it must be difficult to find new things to talk about sometimes. I had an idea I thought might make for some content. Listeners, this is your show. We really appreciate this because we want you to drive the content. We want you to tell us what you want us to talk about. And in this case, in this case Luke has a very interesting idea that I think is worth discussing. But I think we're all going to come to the same conclusion at the end of this. I've read that it's not clear that Will Smith is the main driver on his team. Instead of drafting Smith at five, what if the Habs trade back somehow to get two picks around 10 and 15 to 10 to 15 and draft two of his teammates like Oliver Moore and Gabriel Perot? So you're getting two players, but 
ranked later um, because it's not clear that Will Smith is a driver on his team. This is going to be a really interesting thing to talk about with our special guest next Friday. Uh, we have a live mailbag um, coming up for you guys. But I think, like, I think it's worth discussing, but I feel like in a draft where you're in the top 10, you never want to trade to move out of that top 10 unless you're getting somebody already established and you know that they have top 10 uh, that's established that they have top 10 talent. I'm looking at the top 10 here. And my first thought was trade with Arizona and get pick number 12. And I'm wondering if Arizona trades you six and 12 to move up to five, do you take it? And my thought is, yeah, probably I would do that. Like you said, get another pick inside that top 15 range there. And 12 is likely a more acceptable spot for Oliver Moore, depending on who you ask. And Gabriel Perot, I've seen all over the place. In terms of picks, Arizona likely goes up to five, neither takes Smith or takes Reinbacher. And if they don't take Reinbacher, the Habs might take him at six anyways. The other thought is trade with someone like Washington, who is at eight. If Washington, who seems to be like the premier destination uh, for Mishkov at this point, let them move up and grab him at five. You drop down a few spots, maybe recoup some more draft picks along the way later on. Or is it an Anthony? Is it an Anthony Mantha trade in there? You get Mantha and the eighth overall pick for fifth overall. That might be something I would consider because Mantha fits that kind of model that the Canadians are going for. We want to have these guys. Maybe they need a fresh start here, and I think that is an exciting proposition that I hadn't thought about now because Anthony Mantha and Evgeny Kuznetsov are on the trade market. I don't think Kuznetsov fits what the Canadians are looking for, but I think someone like Mantha would be. And it's someone I think the Canadians missed out on in one of the original drafts anyhow. So This is uh, correct, but don't continue to spoil tomorrow's episode because our listener Johnny sent us that as a topic suggestion slash mailback question, whether or not we would want Anthony Mantha. So I'm going to talk this about is that also, well, Before we go any further, this is also a look behind the curtain at who is often reading and responding to your DMs. It is Laura, not myself. Um, it's not that I don't respond to them. It's just that Laura usually gets there first. So um, anyways, what else do we have for trade proposals before we wrap up the show today? So our original spicy trade uh, proposal chef, I'm going to call him, um, our friend Christian G uh, sends a message in caps, spicy trade again. And then again, in caps, I have to hurry to type this out. But imagine, just for fun, and because I like chaos, Philadelphia gives Carter Hart, the seventh overall, the 22nd overall. The Habs give fifth overall and 31 to 32. Insert prospect, insert another prospect pick. I like Hart, but if the Habs give Philadelphia Mitchkov, I will never watch hockey again. I probably would not, I would probably not do this as a Habs fan. So about Hart, I just really want to quickly say that there's been a couple of listeners that have been talking about how um, Hart is probably a lot better than I'm giving him credit for. uh, And that a two goalie situation with Hart and Samuel Montambo might actually work out for the Canadians. I'm still going to say that I have my biases. Um, I might very likely be proven to be wrong. I just, there's something about Carter Hart's game that gives me pauses all. But let's go back to Christian G's spicy all caps trade proposal. I absolutely love this. Like I, I love receiving emails like this. It's just for fun and for chaos. So again, Hart, seventh overall, 22nd overall, four in exchange for fifth overall, the whatever, the Florida pick, prospect, and another prospect. 
I feel like in that trade, the biggest part isn't getting Carter Hart. It's getting the two earlier, well, one slightly later and one much earlier first round picks here. It all depends on what prospect do they want. Are you talking Philip Mashar? No. Owen Beck? No. Joshua? No. Riley Kidney? I will listen, but probably no. And <laughs> I will listen. Listen, but no. It's... It's a lot because we don't know what the asking price just for Hart is, not counting shifting the draft picks around here. I like the idea of moving that later first round one up. I still think they're going to trade 31st overall away before the draft, before the first round of the draft is half over. But I think it's too much. I don't think Hart is worth what ends up being two first round picks, even though it's the first round picks are trading for plus prospects that feels like way too much for a goaltender who is probably better than his numbers have shown, but we don't fully know that quite yet. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Okay. So then we've got another one again from Christian G. All right. So Habs trade a fourth rounder as well as the Florida pick to Vancouver for Tyler Myers at $6 million for one year left, and maybe a second cap dump of Philip Ronick at $4.5 million, but they also get the 11th overall. I don't know if Ronick is good, but he's 25 and an RD, so it could be a, re- a decent fit. Switch him with, um, is it Beauvillier, Beauvillier as well? Beauvillier, yeah. Yeah, um, but I think they'd keep him because he did well. Other notable I... cap dumps, hold on, <laughs> that I okay. wouldn't touch with a 6000 uh, meter pole, uh, Connor Garland, Oliver Ekman Larson, Tanner Pearson, Tucker Pullman, Thatcher Demko, Ilya Mikheyev. Um, Thatcher Demko, he was like, LOL, there's no way they would do this. He's not a captain. All right. So I don't know where to kind of like rate the Tyler Myers thing because I really don't want Tyler Myers, even if you're doing another team as a favor in order to get something in return. I think he's a useless tree and he costs $6 million. I, out of everything in all of these trades, what I am looking for out of all of this is not Tyler Myers. The name that I'm looking at is Connor Garland out of all of that. Philip Hronick was someone that the Canucks apparently really liked. I think he's going to get extended before next season is over. If I'm looking at a cap dump on that team, I'm I'm looking at Connor Garland. Like you said, I don't want Tyler Myers on this team. It's, I know, unless they're going to throw in like, I don't know, uh, what the hell is that guy's name? Nils Hoaglander, because they don't seem to have a spot for him. I don't think you're taking on Tyler Myers' deal at this point. And I don't think they're going to trade Hronick. And they just got Beauvillier in that trade for Bo Horvat. Um. The Canucks are known for doing dumb things, however, though, so it's hard to say what they are possibly thinking. But I, I also completely don't... forgot about the Bo Horvat trade. Don't worry. Someone pointed out on Twitter that he went to, uh, with more than a third of the season left, he went to the Islanders with 31 goals and didn't top 40 goals. So it's not hard to forget that Bo Horvat was traded at that point. I also kept confusing him with Brock Besser, so... Uh, my point stands is not trading for Tyler Myers would prefer to trade for Connor Garland. Uh, Vancouver does seem they have to, they're already over the cap though. That team is going to be jettisoning players to make cap space a lot. And I don't think they're going to be very good. So if you can get first round picks or second round picks, 
or taking on bad contracts, maybe you do that. Maybe I suck it up about Tyler Myers for six months and they trade him at the deadline for like some potting soil or a bagel or something useful and that I actually might enjoy in my life. Um, I want to explain to also, I'm not gratuitously mean. Tyler Myers is injured Canadians that I like and that's why I hate him. It's not, I'm not just calling him a useless tree. He's not great at hockey, but he's also just not a good person. So that's why I don't like him. Yeah, he's bad at hockey and he's expensive and he injures people and he's just bad. So we, if there were more trade proposals, Laura will either squeeze them into her mailbag tomorrow night or we will get to them on our Monday episode as well. You can tweet us your mailbag questions at LO underscore Canadians, uh, lockdowncanadians at gmail.com. They're going to be a little bit longer. Follow us on all your social medias. Follow us wherever you get your daily podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube. Ring the bell to get notified every time we post a new episode. Follow Laura at The Active Stick. Follow myself at Scott Matla. We are signing off, and we will see you all next time.